Welcome to Destiny Worship Center's podcast. Here at DWC, we believe in the life-changing power of Jesus Christ and His Word. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Be blessed.
for many, many years. He wasn't even going to church. And she would lay his clothes out. Sunday after Sunday, and we used to be like, Mama, you might as well stop laying pop clothes out because he's not going to church. Now he'll be, give God praise, am I right? Right. Well, see, so I say faith speaks volumes. Faith speaks loud. That's why as a pastor, I've got to keep on telling you, I need you to come to the house of the Lord. I know some of us say, Pastor, hold off for just a minute, and I love you dearly. But I have to keep on telling you why, because I need you to take that step of faith. I need you to take that step out there. We have to step on out there. Mm -hmm. We have to recognize that we are not in control of all of this. That is God who is yet, what I say, sovereign. And if we can just embrace what God is doing and do what God tells us to do, God tells the pastor, preach. He said, instant in season and when? Out of season, am I right? And we as pastors, we got to do it. We can't close the churches down. We can't. We got to let the people, those that want to have a place to go. We, I told one of my pastor friends, I said, are you open? He said, no, because when he opened up, only four or five people showed up. I said, preach to those four or five. Right. Y'all hear what I said? Because I got one job to do. Preach faith. Preach healing. Preach prosperity. Preach that God is sovereign. You hear me? That's all I've got to do. And I can't let anything stop me from preaching it. As I said, we've been talking about Joseph. And I've been talking about embracing God's process. But today I want you to allow me, if you will, I'm trying to finish it. I was trying to fit the ending because we've spoken a lot about Joseph already. And I was trying to last week, I didn't even get to preach because the Holy Ghost came down. So last week he did his own thing. Amen. Amen. And I said, God, how am I going to finish this thing up? How am I going to fit it in there, Lord God? They're going to kind of forget what you told me three weeks ago and two weeks ago. They'll forget God. And so God gave me a subtopic to go along with my main topic. The main topic, embracing God's process. The subtopic, God always, say neighbor, neighbor. say God, God. Always, always finishes what he starts. Did y'all hear what I said? I said God, what? He, somebody said he always, always means every time. God always finishes his finishes what he starts. He always finishes it. That's why I recognize I never take God out of the equation. I know that God is speaking to the globe right now. God is speaking to churches right now. God is speaking to children right now. Because once upon a time, the kids didn't want to have much to do with the parents. They just was married to their iPhone. Now they're about tired of the iPhone, am I right? Now, now we want now, now we want to hug somebody, am I right? We wish we could shake somebody's head right about now. Why? Because we need that embracing. God said, Preacher James, he said, tell them that I, I always finish what I start. Somebody say, I always finish what I start. Anybody know some fitting two people? Is there anybody here, you know some fitting twos? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Huh? You, you know some people, every time you talk to 
of them, they are fitting to do something. Am I right? They always, I'm getting ready to do this. Am I right? I'm talking about them, I call them fitting to folks. Are you one of the fitting twos? Are you one of the person that's been fitting to write that book for 10 years? Are you one of the people that been fitting to, to do the, to, to, to finish college? I'm fitting to finish college. I'm fitting to do, am I right? Where y'all fitting twos at, amen? Huh? Y'all better stop that. God is not in your category. God is not a fitting to. God always finishes what he starts. You hear what I'm saying? Somebody say he always finishes what he starts. In Genesis, remember, over and over, God said what? It is what? It is finished. Hallelujah. Remember, God told Abraham, he said, Abraham, you're going to have a son. And behold, who came out? Isaac. In his old, I'm talking about in the old age, am I right? In his old age. Remember, he told the Hebrew children, he told them that, hey, I'm going to send you a deliverer. And who, who, who ended up showing up on the scene? Moses. Remember he also told them, I'm going to send you to a land that's flowing with milk and honey. And where did they end up at? Canaan. In Canaan. God is a finisher. But it doesn't stop right there. He didn't stop until Jesus was hanging on the cross. Jesus who had done no wrong. All Jesus did was everything that the Father told him to do. And Jesus and God the Father did not stop because he's not in that fitting to group. He didn't stop until Jesus was on the cross and Jesus said what? It is what? Finished. Somebody say it is what? Finished. Right now we want this corona to be finished. Am I right? Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, don't stop doing what God told you to do. Don't stop going where God told you to go. Don't stop saying what God told you to say. Waiting on the ending of something else. No, I have to keep doing what God told me to do. Why? Because in the book of Matthew, the word of God says in Matthew 24, 35, don't try to go there because I'm running through this. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Let me know, God said, not one jot, not one tittle of my word is not going to be fulfilled until all the law. You hear what I'm saying? Because God, he is a finisher. God finishes the word. Isaiah 55, 11, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing into where I sent it. God said, if I send a healing word your way, God said, you got to receive healing. God said, when I send a financial blessing word your way, God said, you got to receive that financial blessing. Some marriages are in trouble just because of all this stuff that's going on. They're finding out husbands and wives are spending too much time together. They find out they had too much time. You know, they were good to go when they had that little hour or two every day, right? Now with him working at home and her working at home, that 24 hours a day is not working. But God says, my word will accomplish that. He said, when it goes out, it's going to do what I said. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he not said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Letting me know. That's why I don't have to worry like everybody else worries. See, when you know you're God, you don't have to worry like the whole world worries. I didn't say stick your head in the sand. But you don't, you, you're not the same as everybody else. 
Stop trying to be like everybody else. Well, they worry, so I'm worried. They're concerned, so no, no, no. When they worry, we get in the word because the word of God says that we're the salt of the earth. And if the salt loses its flavor, where will, will the world be salted? And all God is saying is that the world is going to come to us. They're going to need us. And God says, Elder, when they come to you, he says, I need you to be juiced. Did y'all hear what I said? I need you to be juiced. I, I, I need you to be juiced. I need you to be ready to give a word to the world. So when the world comes and says, oh, what's we going to do? You can tell them, this is what we're going to do. You can tell them, listen, greater is he that's in us. Let me take you to the house of the Lord. Let me take you to the church. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Because right now, people are fearful everywhere. The, the poor person on the street is fearful. The multi-billionaires are fearful. You hear what I'm telling you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it's our time. Somebody say it's our time. Somebody say God finishes everything he starts. He finishes everything he starts. That's why I'm not going to quit. That's why I'm not going to stop. God says, oh, hath he spoken it, and shall he not make it good? See, when, when, I, when I'm talking about how God will allow us to embrace his process, and I'm trying to encourage you to listen, listen, don't take God out of your equation. you got to trust God above your own self. Because yes. if you trust your own self, you're not going to make it. Yes, by grace am I saved, am I right? So I say by grace. By grace, by grace am I saved. What I love about this season that we're in. Pastor, how can you say you love this season? The reason why I love this season is people are listening now to the word that they wouldn't even want to listen to it in times past. Remember the time when they didn't even want you to have a nativity scene out? Remember the world was going out talking about this against my belief and you need to get rid of them religion, all that religious stuff. Now me and co-pastor drove this morning the, 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 uh, the, the pharmacy got a big cross out in front of it. You don't hear anybody now talk about, get them crosses down. They hurt my religion. No. You know why they say it now? By enemies necessary. Do I, do I need to get a cross too? <laughs> you know, everybody want a cross right about now. Everybody want a cross. Why? They have heard, they don't know by faith, but they have heard you talking about this man named Jesus. They have heard you talking about this God where all things are possible. They've heard and now they're wondering, is it real? Jesus. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They're wondering, is the word that they heard out of my mouth, is it real? Oh, and all they're doing, and, and I'm telling you, Ethan Moore, he used to say this thing. Do your video match your audio? That was one of his favorite things. All, all he would say, Pastor Jay, he said, one thing he got, and he looked at me one time, he said, you know what? I've been watching you. Mm -hmm. He said, I've been watching you, Pastor Jay. Uh -huh. And he said, you know what? Your video matches your audio. That's right. He said, that's why I can follow you. My Lord. Because now, of all this word that we got, Elder, you got all that word. You got all that word, Elder. You got all that word, Elder. Ministers, y'all got all that word. We got all this word. Now the world needs us. And where are we right about now? God, God gave me something. I'm asking all the pastors throughout the CSRA, we're going to all come together, not by Zoom. I'm not Zooming. We're not going to go by Facebook. I'm not Facebooking. I'm asking all the pastors, 
We're going to come together, the pastors and assistant pastors, and we're going to pray, and we're going to, we're going to ask God to intervene over this thing. You understand what I'm saying? Because the scientists have been doing what they could possibly do. Am I right? Everybody's been doing. The, the, the politicians have been doing what they The only people I haven't seen come together is the saints of God. The only people, the ones got the power, the ones got the authority. You understand? Because God said, the power of life and death is in my God. And he said, one will put a thousand to flight. Two can put ten thousand to flight. Am I right? That's what I'm, so that's where I'm asking God. When are we the pastors? When are we going to come together? I know you're Zooming. I know you're Facebooking. But when are we going to come together and do that synergy power? When are we going to come with the synergy power? When are we going to come? Because this, the word of God says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against power, against principality. And right now, we're trying to fight a physical fight that's a spiritual battle. This is spiritual what we're going through right now. Come on, sir. This is spiritual. And the only way we're going to defeat it is spiritual. We're going to have to come together. All the pastors. White, black, blue, green, yellow, or whatever color you want to call yourself. We're going to have to come together because this virus is waiting on us to make a decree. You're going to tell me that the Jesus who walked on water, the Jesus who fed the 5,000, the Jesus who they went looking for in the tomb, and it says on the third day, they went down and he was not there. You want to tell me, and then he told us, I give you all power. He said, whatever you find is valuable, and whatever you lose is loose. Well, I'm here to say, it's time for us to bind and to lose. Am I right? Do you hear my point? They asked me when I come in the back, have you been around anybody that might have been affected with the virus? Well, unless you stay in your house, you probably have walked by somebody. Am I telling the truth? The numbers, you probably have walked by somebody who might have been affected with the virus. You probably have been right standing in line at Walmart, right behind, am I right? Yes, sir. You probably have. But you know what I tell them? Because why? The power of life and death is in my tongue. So this is what I tell them. I said, if I did come upon somebody, they healed right now. Hey, 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 hey. You know why? Why? Because God says in his word that I have the power of life and death. And God finishes what he starts. I love seeing those seniors walk across there. Why? It's finishing something. Come on. They finished it. They finished the 12 years. And most of us know the 12 years weren't easy. Am I right? They finished it, amen. God always, somebody say, God always finishes what he starts, amen. Pastor, what's that got to do with Joseph? I'm glad you asked, amen. I'm glad you asked. Because what I love about God, God will take an old filthy person. God will take a woman that's been on a pole. God will take a prostitute. God will take a whoremonger. God will take a pimp. God will take a drug addict. God will take somebody who's been an alcoholic. You hear what I'm saying? What I love about God, because when God sees an alcoholic, God says, I'm not finished with him yet. 
When God sees a prostitute, God says, I'm not finished with her yet. You understand? When God sees somebody who's strung out on drugs, God said, you see him as a drug addict. But God said, I'm not finished with him yet. Why? Because God said, I finished everything I saw. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? That's why God can take some of the worst people and do some of the greatest exploits. The 12, I call them hoodlums. <laughs> 12 hoodlums. 12 hoodlums. And turn the whole world upside down. Not one preacher in the, not one priest in the midst of them. Not one. Because why? You, when you see something, you look into a glass dark dimly. But God, when he sees, God don't see just the, the beginning. God says, I'm Alpha and I'm Omega. That's why God said, why are you worrying about, why? He, said, he said, why are you worrying about this and why are you worrying about that? When God said, didn't you see how I clothed the lilies? Mm. Remember what he said? He said, Solomon in all his array was not as beautiful as beautiful as, a, as I clothed the flowers of the field. And God said, then why are you worrying about things? God said, what I want you to do is get back salty. My God. God said, I need you to tell people that in the middle of, they, they're concerned about when the spike, everybody watching the spike, watching the spike. Read your word. Did y'all hear what I said? Read your word. The spike don't do what it's going to do. You can check it out later on the night. But when you get up in the morning, the first thing God wants you to do is get your spirit ready to do battle. You understand? I'm talking about those that know their God shall do great exploits. Anybody can't do. Anybody can't sing through the, through the you've been singing every Sunday. Everybody can't do that. There are people who can't do what we're doing right now. And I'm not here to knock them. I'm just here to ask them, can you come on up a little bit higher? Do you hear what I'm saying? Can we, can we do this thing a little bit stronger? Can we let people see the Jesus in us? Can we let them know that we are ambassadors for Christ and that God is not finished yet? See, Joseph, even though Joseph, even though Joseph was going through all the stuff that he went through, he went through it in Genesis 37 when, when his brothers were jealous of him. And he went through it when he got his nice little coat, told him about his dream. I told you, the process, when God is in the process, it'll have some peaks and dollars, but you will end up on the mountaintop. Do you hear what I said? You, you might even look at something and say, I've been defeated. But God said what? I'll make your enemies your what? Footstool. All God has said, enemies is not just people. God said, enemy, any attack that comes against you, God said, I'm going to use it to make you go up higher. So when I'm under attack, when I don't fully understand, I don't panic anymore. I used to panic just like the rest of everybody else. Oh, what is we going to do? Oh, God, this and that. I don't do that anymore. Why? Because why? I've learned that God always finishes everything that he starts. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? God finishes everything that he starts. He don't start anything. When he gave Joseph that dream, Joseph didn't know he had to go into the pit. But I believe while Joseph was in the pit, God would still bring his dream back to him. Right there in the pit. And then Joseph, just a young lad, 17 years old. Most of us at 17, we don't know Jack. Am I right? How many, when you thought you were 17, you thought you knew you had, you knew what was going on? But now you're a little older, you find out, oh Lord, have mercy. That, that's why they let your old self write a letter to your young self. Am I right? You know how they do it on CBS. They let your old self lock on when you're 17. And Joseph's 17 years old. And now he did not know that God was beginning something in his life. That God was 
transaction. All he knew was that I had a dream and y'all were bowing down. And oh, by the way, mom and dad, I had a dream and you two were bowing down too. But, but in his dream, nowhere in the dream did he see himself in the pit. He didn't say, but in the dream, I was in the pit while y'all were bowing down. He he, nowhere in the dream did he see himself in Potiphar's house. Do you know Joseph was in the, in the captain of the guard's house? He was in that house for 10 years. 10 years, blessings, eating grapes and bananas and, you know, got the fan going on. Joseph was a made man. And, and Potiphar even told him, he said, you can rule everything in my household except for, you know, my wife. You can't, you can't. And Joseph, what I love about Joseph is because Joseph understood that God would finish everything that he began. Joseph just kept looking for God to do it. He didn't know how. And this is where many of us are. You don't know how God. Somebody said, I don't know how God's going to do it. Say, but I know he's going to do it. I told you. I told you. They, they didn't want that house. Remember, I called them up here. And they said, but pastor, we don't have to wait till next year. Did not y'all remember that? They told me, pastor, we don't have to wait till next year to get that house. Because we got to get this. I told them, don't put that in the atmosphere. We're going to clip this from the bud right now. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And now, they said, Pastor, guess what? We got the house. Pray. Look at God. Look at God. Y'all see? Because you got to know. See, you got to know that when you speak something out of your mouth, your words have power. Your words have authority. You understand? See, when Joseph was in the house, when Joseph was in the house, Joseph, everything he touched was blessed. Potiphar says, right, says, sleep with me. Joseph said, no. But the main reason he didn't sleep with her, because most of us would have slept with her. I'm telling the truth. Yeah, you would have slept with her. Yeah, uh, Frank, yeah. I see you, yeah. Probably the only one probably would have slept with her would have been Brother Hayes all the way in the back. All the reason he would have slept with her because he knows Sister Hayes is going to take him out. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but what, I'm, what, what I'm saying is, 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 is that she was a fine woman. She was beautiful to the eye. He was the captain of the guard. You, you, you didn't get just no idiot body. But what I love was the words that came out of his mouth. I don't. He says, my master has given me everything in this house except for you. And he says, but I don't want to displease my God. Whoa, you know what he was saying? He said, God started something. And I got to see this thing through to the end. You understand? He knew that there are certain things that will disqualify you from the favor, from the blessing, from the purpose, from the plan that God has for your life. He knew that. He said, no, I'm not going to do it. And she said, she basically told him, well, you're going to jail. Locked him up. He was in the prison for three years. Somebody said, process. Say, God finishes what he starts. God finishes what he starts. He does. That's why I, I can be calm doing this virus stuff. Because I know the virus didn't just show up and God said, what? What, what happened? I know God, well, you, you know, Jesus woke him up. Father, wake up. Wake up, God. Daddy, God, I need you to wake up. There's a virus that hit the earth. Oh, what? Well, what's we going to do? So I say, all oh, things. Some of you can't even say it. Say all things. All things. Say all things all work together <laughs> for the good of them that love the Lord God. Those who are called and walk in the court. Now come on now. Uh, this virus is going to work together for the good of Destiny Worship Center Ministries. It's going to work together for the church. This virus is going to work together for the good. There are people getting saved in California right now.
right now by the thousands who never would have accepted Christ, who never would have sought Christ out. And I believe it's much not just California, but I believe it's all over the world. Because we had our own thing. I'm in charge. I got this. I'm doing this. Next thing you know, did, did the president sign the paper? You gonna check out? How much we get? How much you? How much does she get? Then how much you get? The word God said, man don't work. He don't what? He don't eat. Now they find out people don't want to go back to work. Everybody done. Everybody know this word now. Virtual. <laughs> virtual wasn't even a word in our vocabulary. Am I right? Now everybody want to do virtual work. You can't fix no car virtual. Am I right? How you gonna bake a cake virtually? Right? Taste this. Lick the screen. Taste just like the same old dirty screen that you licked last week. Am I right? Am I right? See, God got this thing. God knows. He, he will let us go back to work. But He is getting our attention. Because God said, anytime the earth starts getting out of kilter, or the world starts going in their own direction, God will always get our attention. Why? Because God always got to finish what he starts. Joseph said, uh, in the prison, they said Joseph was, was he was the, he, everywhere he went, the favor of God was with him. Just like me. Hey, can y'all hear what I said? Like somebody don't watch, oh Lord, he up there bragging on himself. No, no, no. I'm bragging on my God, you understand? Because it was God who said that his favor would rest through, would be upon me. Am I right? It was God who said, whatever I ask in his name, if I didn't doubt it, if it lined up with his word, God said, I can have it. So when I come around you, you might well say, oh, look at Mr. Favor. Here he comes. Everywhere you go, there should be favor. Joseph, and I am going to finish this today. Because I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get Joseph in here. And God said, Lord, I just want you to, to, uh, to just tie this in right here. What God says this right here. He, uh, Pharaoh, before I get to Pharaoh, the baker and the, 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 the baker and the cupbearer in the jail with Joseph has a dream. And it's amazing how God just kept giving dreams. Everywhere Joseph went, like, like he was a dream carrier or something. So they, they, they get the dreams. Each one, one says, uh, I dreamed about these, these things. I'm not going to go all the way into it. But one, one, one ends up dying, and the other ends up being restored. And then Joseph told the one who was restored, when you get to Pharaoh's house, he said, remember me. Somebody said, remember me. Now, how many of you know we don't remember you? When people say, when, you, when I get there, Child, I'm going to remember you. How many know they ain't going to remember you? Am I right? Yep, you matter of fact, y'all done forgot some people. Some people y'all told you're going to remember them, right? Y'all forgot what you're supposed to remember, right? But somebody said, my God always finishes what he starts. That's why I tell husbands and wives, you know, you got to keep God in that thing. You, I know your wife saying this and she's saying that. Don't say what she's saying. I'm co pastor. Am I right? Husband saying crazy stuff. Don't repeat it. One time I came to co pastor, I don't know what we're going to do. She said, You're going to figure it out. Walk off. 
I'm looking for some sympathy. And this thing is hard I'm trying to figure out. You hear me? I'm talking me and you. You to help me. You, I'm Adam. You my Eve. You're supposed to help me. And I'm thinking we get ready to talk because women love to talk. They got, a, they got what, 30,000 words a day. And I'm thinking she's going to talk to me about this thing because I, I need some help now. And her words were, you'll figure it out. I was mad as hell. I mean, I was, I was, no, no, listen. I was upset at her. You understand me? Why? Because I need to hear. I, I need to, I want, now I want to know what you think. And now you don't want to tell me what you think. You figure it out. But God always finishes what he starts. Joseph said, listen, remember me when you get to Pharaoh. Got the Pharaoh, the, 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 the cupbearer got there. That joke was just juicing. He was just, just, every time Pharaoh needed something, here Pharaoh, here Pharaoh. Not even two or three, two years passed by. Now you're still in the prison. You're still believing, not no God, are you going to get me out of this? You, Elder, you've been believing God for this. I tell you, God will finish what he started. You understand what I'm saying? Elder, I tell you, God's going to finish what he started. You hear me? God's going to finish. God's going to finish. God, and then, then, then God said, well, now let Pharaoh have a dream. Pharaoh had the dream of the cattle, the, 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 the fat cows. And they were all coming up out of the Nile River. And the thing about the Nile River is the Nile River was the place of life for the whole region. Yes. Everything came out of the Nile. They had hippopotamus in the Nile. They had alligators in the Nile. The, the Nile River was their lifeblood. And here's Pharaoh having a dream, and he saw the, 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 the five fat cows come, the seven fat cows come up out of the Nile River. And I know that's our prosperity time. Everybody happy about it. And then he saw these little skinny little, he said these little skinny poor little cows. He said it looked like they were malnutrition. And he saw them coming up out of the Nile River. And the skinny cows ate the fat cows. Mm. And Pharaoh said, what in the heck kind of drink? Huh? That's some of that LSD stuff. Yes. Yes, it is. I, I mean, how many of y'all did this LSD? We ah, don't be asking. No, no, no. Y'all no, do, doing some different stuff today. But, but, but hallucinogens. Mm -hmm. what, what's that stuff they gave me in the hospital? DeLong. DeLong. Yep. They gave me some DeLong. Yeah. When I, and I needed the Lord. You know what I'm saying? They gave me that DeLon and the light switch. I was looking at it. I'd never been high in my life. The light switch on the wall was saying. No, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm rebuking in the name of Jesus. Devil you, demon you. Yes. And I'm all high on the DeLon. So when Pharaoh's looking. He's looking at some of this crazy stuff going on. How many have some crazy stuff happening in your life sometimes? Sometimes you don't fully understand, right? You don't know what? Some of that. Don't you have to say, God, I hope you, God, what you doing, God? God, I hope you still got your hands on the plot. Am I right? God, what's going on? I've served you, God. I've done all this, God. And look at what's coming my way, God. So Pharaoh's looking, and then before then he goes to sleep, he has another dream. And in this dream, he sees these big, these seven fine stalks of corn coming up, big pretty stalks. And then behind them, y'all know what he saw. What did he see? Seven little skinny stalks. They came up, and the skinny stalks ain't up the big stalks. And that's LSD to the third power. 
He said, uh, bring all my scars together because something is happening. And this is what I mean how God finishes. He, I know some of us think, well, God finished with my life. No, he's not. No, he's not. Some of us think, well, I'm 75. God done. No, he's not. Because when God gets finished with you, you won't be here to talk to nobody. When God is finished, he brings us home. Do you understand what I'm saying? God said, you've been down there. He said, I'm bringing you home. I'm bringing you back to the, the, the street paved with gold. Amen. God said, the word says, absent in the body is what? Present with the Lord. Am I right? right. So when you get finished down here, God will bring you right onto the house. Mm. How many are ready to go right now? Anybody? You want to jump? No, put your hand down. Mama. You ain't going nowhere. Put your hand down. Yes, Lord, I rebuke that hand in the name of Jesus. <laughs> no, you're not done yet. Amen. See, the thing is, we think that we determine when we're done. Because sometimes we get tired of this mess. Yes. I'm tired of these bills, Lord. I'm tired of this sickness, Lord. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. No, no. We don't determine when we're finished. God determines when you're finished. God is the one that says, no, I got more in you. There's greater in you than what you even know that's in you. It's God. So God, he's the one who says, I'll tell you when you're finished. That's why I told you, I cannot die until God is finished with my assignment. Come on, sir. Come Did y'all hear what I said? You cannot. Now, you can tell God, I'm not doing my assignment. God said, well, bring your black butt on home. <laughs> but if you will stand up and do, because God is not finished. And Pharaoh tell the dream. Nobody can interpret the dream. And then uh, somebody said, see what had happened was. See what had happened was. Pharaoh, now here's the, here's the cupbearer. He said, oh, I know somebody that can interpret the dreams. He in jail. Now, what are the chances that the cupbearer would be restored because they had killed both of them and would have never knew that Joseph could interpret the dreams? Mm -hmm. But God always finishes what he starts. Amen. Whatever he started in your life, he's going to finish it. But you've got to do your part. Do you hear what I said? Yeah. Joseph's part was to be in the pit, right? Joseph's part was to be in Pharaoh's house, in Potiphar's house. Joseph's part was to be in the jail. But Joseph knew that was a dream that God showed him from the beginning. And when you know when God showed you something, don't stop until you see what God showed you. You understand. Did y'all hear what I said? Don't stop until you see it. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't get tired. Be ye not weary and well doing for a new season. You shall reap a harvest in your faith. Not in your understanding. Don't stop until what God showed you is what you see. Well, I know this Hebrew boy, he can do it. Here comes Joseph. Joseph, they told Joseph, you want to see King. Joseph had all hair all on his face, so he had to shave. He had to clean himself up. Sometimes when you're getting ready to go and do what God told you to do, you, you know how the kids are today. Well, this is just who I am. This is who I am. They're not going to hire who you am. <laughs> am I right? They're only going to hire what? They want to hire who you represent them to be, right? Joseph got cleaned up, went to see Pharaoh. Pharaoh said, I got a dream. Nobody can tell it to me. None of my astrologers, nobody. Joseph, he said, he tells Joseph, he said, uh, he said, uh, can you, uh, are you, you gonna tell me my dream? Joseph said, no, not me. Joseph said, I'm not gonna tell you a dream. He said, but God, you can. Why? Because Joseph didn't take God out of the equation. Right. See, sometimes when we get somewhere, instead of when we got a gift or a talent or an ability, we start thinking, I did that. Mm. That's me. I'm smarter than everybody else. I can sing better than everybody else. One car accident and your vocal cords will be gone. Am I right? 
He told it to Joseph. Joseph said, this is what's going to happen to you, O king. He said, the seven fat cows, they represent seven years of plenty. And the seven skinny ones, they represent seven years that Egypt is going to be starving. And he said, the seven uh, big stalks of corn, same thing. God is showing you what's getting ready to happen. And then he said, well, Pharaoh said, well, what, what, what should I do? And Joseph said, well, what you need to do, somebody, somebody said, God finishing this thing. Come on, I said, he finished it now. See, why? Because you don't get to just talk to Pharaoh. You understand? God's got, see, God says, I will bring, your gifts will bring you before a great people. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Y'all need it. See, you got to have a whole word. God said, God said, your gifts, the gifts and talents that I've given you will bring you before a great, I'm going to stop in just a minute. Y'all give me one more minute, would you please? He said, God says, God says, your gifts, your talents, and your abilities. God said, they don't bring you before great people. Here's Joseph talking to Pharaoh now and telling Pharaoh, well, this is what you should do, O king. O Pharaoh, find you somebody who is smart. <laughs> find you somebody who has the wisdom, who has God. And you understand? All Joseph was saying was, O king, it's me, king. I'm right here, king. Because all Joseph did was describe himself. You hear what I'm saying? But he didn't tell, he knew he couldn't tell the king, but he described it. And the king said, oh, he said, no, listen, all of y'all, listen, this man has the wisdom of God. He said, I'm going to put him in charge. And he puts Joseph in charge. And y'all know the story about the brothers coming and bowing down and all that. That was dream party. Mm -hmm. All the brothers end up coming. But God, God always finishes when he starts. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can tune into all future messages. Also, connect with us on Facebook at Destiny Worship Center Augusta. Have a blessed day and pursue God's purpose and destiny for your life.